at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Okay, have a look at your thoughts and you can tweet right away. Hashtag media show. Uh, we're talking about brand Oscar. Now, I want to make this point. I'm not going to get into the trial discussion whatsoever. It's been there. It's done there. There's a sentence. That's it. The fact is, here's a man who at that, at a certain time was an outstanding athlete on the one hand and also leveraged his abilities, uh, on the track to great effect uh, in terms of lucrative, lucrative endorsement deals. So I'm not going to get into the money side of it, but just in terms of you know, what happens then to the brands. I've got two people to think about this one here. Timothy Maurice Webster is with me. He's, uh, well, he's an author on many issues around branding and, and uh, thought leadership. But Timothy, good chatting to you once again. Hi. Uh, good morning, Ashraf. How are you doing? Very good indeed. I didn't see you in Santon City yesterday. Just thought I'd make that point, okay? Uh, uh, no, that's, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Chris, Chris Fick is with me as well. He is the a director of an agency called, a, a, in fact, a, ma- a reputation management agency called called Black. Uh, Chris, good chatting to you once again. Hi. Good good to see you, Ashraf. Thank you. Timothy, let's start with you from a brand point. So I'm asking that question, what now for brand, Oscar? And you tell me what. Well, a lot is going to depend on what happens with the International Athletic Committee's ban. They've banned him for five years, so if he physically cannot get back into international competition, then he's going to really struggle to really sort of begin rebuilding some sort of equity um, as sort of an athlete. So that's very critical. If he has five years of being banned from international competition, then fundamentally by the time he gets out there again, he's going to be sort of far past and he's really going to struggle to start building what we've been rebuilding, what we've you know, sort of known for him. And, and it seems at this point in time that's the, that's the likely case, right, uh, Chris? Big that in fact, it, you know, he may be in jail, and many have said maybe he'll, out, he'll be out in ten months. But the ban will will continue. And from a career point, that's it. I, I think that's part of it. I mean, but if you think ten months down the line, if if Pistorius comes out and, and humiliates himself, um, behaves himself, conducts oh. himself in a way that shows remorse, I think the the non-sport brand that is Oscar Pistorius could begin to reinvent itself. I personally wouldn't be happy with that. I mean, I think the man needs to stay in jail as long as he could, as long as he should. And I and I and I worry that uh, his access, his wealth, if he has any, after the legal fees are paid. But then, in a sense, he's got a better chance of bouncing back than most convicted uh, killers have. He's got a better chance than most athletes have because of his disability. So. You know, there, there is a chance. I think ultimately it's in his hands. It's how he decides to conduct himself in prison and outside. But so, so the obvious ones, and, and you know, uh, some people have tweeted about it as well. I'll try and I'll try and pick those up uh, in, in a minute or so. But, but the obvious ones are, in fact, Michael Goldman from Gibbs has also made the point that, yes, he'll, he'll write the book, he'll have the talks, he'll have the movies. Now, I say, fine, I understand all three of those things. But but is that enough? That means he may make money from that. Would If someone said, interview Oscar Pistorius in 10 months' time, would I like to interview? Of course I want to interview him. There'll be a fascination with the person, mm. right? But is that going to be enough beyond the first three months of novelty? Your thoughts, Chris? I, I think it depends where he wants to see himself. I mean, I, I think he should go and work in a, in a community somewhere. He should do real work when he comes out of prison. As I say, he should humble himself and integrate him back, back into society and demonstrate that this issue has had an impact on him personally because you're right there's going to be a whole wave I mean today's Sunday Times gives us a sense of of what the Steenkamp family is going to be mm. saying that is going to continue when he's released all that all those memories are going to come back again every step of the way his conduct his attitude is going to be followed and that's why it's critical that there's some degree of self-management around this issue okay, and key, how he positions because himself. key to this and Timothy Maurice Webster you can answer this one is is what are we saying here we're saying is there a way 
that where he made money, he had a career from athletics and he had a career because of athletics, not from athletics as well, in terms of his brand endorsements. Is there a way he, even outside of athletics, can he get the career outside of athletics back on track in that sense, uh, which is a fa- fancy play with words there, with endorsement deals and a fascination with the human being? That means can he leverage off that? Your thoughts? There are two dynamics to consider. The first dynamic is a domestic Oscar, a local Oscar, and then as an international. He became an international hero, not because of anything Mm non-athletic. You know, fundamentally, what he represents to South Africa is something different than he represents internationally. There are are 11 disabled athletes who have competed in the Olympics. He was in rarefied territory. You You know, as a brand, what he was able to do was more than close to 7 billion people were ever even able to consider. And I think it's really important. I've worked a lot with the disabled community, particularly in Cape Town and Atlantis. And that particular community is very different from what most people think. And I think that, you know, his international reputation without him being able to compete and being an athlete is pretty much a wrap. It's going to be very difficult. Mm-hmm. He can go on the Oprah's. He can go on anywhere. He can go on all the shows he want to go on. But if he's not able to go back to that rarefied space, don't nobody really care. But in South Africa, it's a very different story. I think he has the ability to sort of like get out there, pay his debts, sort of like, you know, you know, show the mercy side of the judgment, you know, sort of leverage that mercy side of the judgment and really sort of integrate himself back into as a person, you know, who has sort of who has taken ownership of some of the issues, you know, that he has sort of ran from and, you know, throughout the trial. So I think he has the ability to sort of really build a reputation for himself uh, locally, but not internationally. Okay, that's interesting because just in terms of media coverage, and we'll talk to Tonya Curry about it later on, uh, the, the, the Sharon Dewani one doesn't even match up to Oscar no matter what. And that's pr- primarily, Chris, because Oscar is, is this global brand who achieved not because we don't know him because of what happened with Revi. We knew him far long before that. Right? So, which is all the more difficult. That means there'll be a fascination with, with the person. What, what advice? I mean, if he came to you and said, advise me, what do I do next? What would you tell him? While he's in jail or once he's well, in jail? I, I, I suppose, well, while he's in jail, can he do anything? Uh, well, I, I think he needs to avoid Watercliff Ford type uh, prison scenes where he's photographed drinking whiskey or playing mm-hmm. with a laptop. I mean, he's really got to behave himself in prison. As I say, when he comes out, he really has to keep his head down. He really has to humble himself. And I think recognize that these things take a tremendous amount of time. I, mean, I was looking at him as I came bully this morning. He's just been appointed an Interpol anti-crime ambassador. Mm. Now, if you think about it, he was charged with bank robbery. Absolutely. Probably about a decade ago, yeah. right? Yeah. It's taken a long, long time for something as... Uh, it's a lot smaller in terms of scale, but for him to sort of be rehabilitated publicly. So I think one has to be patient. I think one has to think about other people's perceptions constantly. You need to swallow your pride. You need to manage your anger in, in Pistorius's case. And you really need to be very conscious about how, the, how other people perceive you. It's not enough to apologize to the Stiemkamp family. It's not enough to throw money at it. I mean, I think there has to be a very conscious attempt to be an ambassador of a different lifestyle. That would be okay if he was a private person with a private profile uh, but then we would not be even talking about him that, but, but that's then the I think that's the other thing I mean I think a lot of the a lot of the attention 
he invited upon himself. I mean, if you remember in the run-up to the trial, a, a, a prayer meeting to which 40 journalists get invited, a private occasion to which journalists get invited. I mean, you've just got to shut yourself off from that kind of thing. You have to manage the amount of attention the media pays to you as much as you can through your conduct and through PR right. people. In, in terms of uh, international sportsmen, I mean, you mentioned uh, Mbuli, that that's for the, the poet, of course, right? Uh, Timothy Morley's grand stomach. Anybody else in a similar situation to Oscar comes to mind and we then reflect on, on how they were successfully rehabilitated, even as, as brands? No, there is no. I mean, you know, you're beyond the sort of like O.J. Simpson. When you talk about the international magnitude of a trial, there is no sort of like, or there's no parallel, you know, beyond sort of uh, on that level. And there was no one in that sort of rarefied space who's gone through this sort of thing. And the fact that is, if he was 25 when this, 23, maybe it's 23, I think he was international level. But I think sometimes we overestimate uh, or even underestimate how much people really care about someone beyond their core mm, value. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, his core value was going into a rarefied space and competing in a way that gave all of us a pillar of hope. Beyond that, he's just an ordinary dude. And I think, you know, the fact that I know so many disabled people who are really frustrated. And it's going to be hard to even rally that community, you know, after... Um, efforts. I mean, the best chance he has is to create a new, a couple new dimensions in his foundation and really sort of pour his efforts into giving back and sort of making mm. a difference and so forth. So, yeah. But will those dimensions be now? Brian's saying, in fact, Oscar has gone from being a brand to being branded. He will probably bounce back by writing a book, his own story, but to most he'll remain an ex-con once released. I think that that's the general thought, and I felt the same way, in fact, that, Timothy, therefore, you know, your advice, I made the point the other day, even on Twitter, to say, I think he's finished, in terms of, you know, he can't come back, and people say, yes, he'll be released, but I'm saying, release doesn't mean he has a career, right? What, what therefore, what, what would you advise him? I mean, you know, you're saying, create, you know, additional uh, parts of his personality that, that we, can't, we can hook on to, but considering his age, that is very much against him, isn't it? Yeah, I think every human being on this planet needs the pillar of hope inside of them to really sort of anchor uh, and and prop us up in the areas of our insecurities. What he did really well was become a symbol of hope for all of our deepest insecurities. I wrote extensively throughout his career about him and how he represented the best of us and how most of us can't even get up and go for a casual walk uh, for exercise. So the fact that if he can get out there and sort of show that he has, you know, he has taken full ownership of what he's done and he starts to reinvent himself as other types and other types of spaces such as other sports and shows that, you know, if he starts, you know, doing weights or any sort of thing that shows that he's still pushing the limits inside of himself uh, and overcoming, you know, and showing the world that he's an able person then he still has, you know, sort of a hope. But I think that's going to be more of a domestic branding conversation versus an international conversation. Internationally, he is just really is done because of his age now. Love to chat lots more, but I'll tell you what, times again, so we're going to talk about Brand House in a minute. Maybe as a, as a wrap-up, Chris, just your thoughts. What's the one thing we haven't asked you? That's I, I, I think that, you know, the positive, if there is a positive, is that is that parents can say to their children, 
Look what happened to Oscar, right? He had everything, he blew it away because of ABCD. I think that is one valuable contribution that Pistorius is not going to make directly but indirectly as a reference point for the dangers of fame, the dangers of macho culture, the dangers of guns, the dangers of femicide. I think there are opportunities there that society needs to explore. And Pistorius just has to be a passenger in that process. He can't drive it anymore. Timothy Maurice Webster, if somebody comes to you uh, as an advertiser, can you see an advertiser on their own link? their brand now to, to Oscar even a year's time and if they asked you what would you advise them I would say you know four or five years time again if he starts to reinvent himself and push boundaries in some other area I could see a couple of advertisers get on board but not in the next couple of years maybe four or five years after the suspend after the sentence um, sorry after if the international body allows him to sort of compete on some level at that level internationally he may be able to and, and therefore, just to wrap up then, can we confirm that outside, you know, b- besides the fact that from a family point, he'll hopefully for them be released within 10 months, maybe slightly longer, you never know, but that's, that'll, be, that'll suit the family. But outside of that, in terms of his career as we knew Oscar Pistorius, is it fair and accurate to say, Timothy, that at that point he's actually finished? He will, he will never get to those levels again. I, I think it's really fair, but I think that all of us, uh, appreciate the journey of the hero's journey. And I think we shouldn't underestimate the fact that society is really sort of evolves around sort of the hero's journey and anything is possible but from my perspective as a professional and researching case studies i think he's finished internationally for okay. sure so there you are professional and emotional all in one sentence great uh, chris Vick, just your final thoughts there on maybe the same question yeah um, as I say, we, well, Pistorius needs to watch his space. I think society is going to watch his space. My point is I think there are opportunities here to put forward a new way of thinking around how men treat women, around men, how men handle their guns, around how fame can create problems for soccer players, for musicians, for horror, for business people. You know, I think if, if it can result in a, a second thinking about restora- restoration of values, the issues that matter, I think that will be a valuable yeah, contribution. Some say, well, in fact, from the Oscar camp, they could be having those type of chats. Maybe not right now, it's maybe a premature, but in a few months' time to say, inside the mind of, of someone where his life went wrong and how he can help us so that we can prevent our lives from going all wrong. That could be a telling story when it finally does come up. Chris Vick, thanks for your time. Thank Timothy you. Maurice Webster, appreciate your input once again. I think 